Hello, Internet, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cavern Corner Podcast. We are your geek slash nerd discussion podcast. We normally take one topic from TV, movie, video game, book, and bat around until we get bored. I am, as always, your host, Patrick. With me is my co-host, Jared. Say hi, Jared. I'm the Japanese word for macaroni and cheese. Uh, and today we're talking about <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Um, this is going to be our, uh, our, our film review of it. Um, at the time we're recording it, it's a uh, Saturday. It came out in theaters Thursday in America. Um, in Japan, I think it came out in June. Yeah. Um, but if you're listening to this, you probably don't speak Japanese, so you know. So you're you're, you're here to hear our, our opinions on it. Actually, uh, before we even jump in, uh, I'm I'm curious. How well do you even keep up with any of the Dragon Ball stuff that's going on? Uh, very. Unless it, unless it. They, unless it's, I don't watch Dragon Ball Super at all, um, but because of social media like Facebook, YouTube videos, TikTok videos, people talk people in anime in the anime sphere do talk about it a lot. So I know pretty much up to where the anime is now. So post uh, Tournament of Power. Um, and the and the stuff that happens in Broly in this movie, I know the next season of the anime hasn't started yet with the Boros stuff. Yeah, or even how they'd even do it. Yeah. Um, and like the the little bits that uh, Ryan told me yesterday were uh, freezes black now. Yeah, he has since been bombarding my phones, my phone with fucking memes. Uh, everybody is. Yeah, like. Uh. Uh, a choice, a choice that I hate, by the way. You hate Black Frieza. I hate the, I hate the, uh, I hate the memes of Black Frieza. People trying to claim that Frieza's black now. I was like, no, he's the, he's the most, he's the, he's the racist space fascist, guys. I don't, I don't want. I don't, he, he does not get an invite to the cookout. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but I was also kind of getting that, like, um, like, did you know anything? Had the movie been spoiled for you before this? I knew that Gohan got a new form, uh, and that's part, that's in the trailer, um, the last shot. Um, but outside of that, no. I, I, and I, I knew it was dealing with like some Red Ribbon Army stuff. Yeah, I, I knew it was dealing with some Red Ribbon Army right. stuff. Um, like, yeah, uh, Ryan watched all of Super. Uh, I was with him when he was doing a lot of it. Uh, I've seen big chunks of Super. Uh, I also follow like some of the Team Four Star guys. Like to this day, like uh, Masako X uh, still does like uh, Dragon Ball breakdowns and what ifs and stuff like that. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of that stuff. Uh, so I'm fairly current on like what the manga does, but I don't keep like careful track of it. So like I actually haven't even watched like a Masako X video in like a year. Um, but you know, you hear like when the big transformations come out, you know, ultra, ultra ego yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but like, so like to speak on like, like even like uh, black Frieza, um, because the, uh, that's going, because like the, the manga is going on, we have like constant and, anime rumors. Yeah. And, and to be fair, black Frieza just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but between like, uh, all like ultra ego, black Frieza, uh, the, uh, the, like I said, so the manga, 
like rumors for the anime, and then like the ongoing expansions of uh, was it Dragon Ball like Heroes or whatever, whatever that like crazy what if game. Oh yeah, the little like ten minute short short one. Wait, what are you talking about? The 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 arcade game that like, keeps introducing new forms and stuff like that. It also has like anime like appeals and stuff to it too, but it's like completely other. Like everything's canon inside of it. Like Super Saiyan fours exist and. Uh, like, just, like, literally the other day, uh, those old Dragon Ball AF, uh, Super Saiyan 5 images popped up on it for the first time. Pat is looking this up because he is deeply confused. I don't remember what it's called. I don't think, it might not be called Dragon Ball Heroes. I forget what the... Oh, yeah, the, the TV, the TV series, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like 10 episodes long. It, yeah, it's, it, it connects more to Xenoverse than anything, but yeah, it's... That's when it has like the the really that really buff Super Saiyan four guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I know I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, so with stuff like that, it's actually hard for me to keep track of what's real and what's just a fan thing, and what's gibberish. So uh, I actually so like unless I'm actively trying to pay attention, uh, I never know what the hell's happening in Dragon Ball anymore. Yeah. Like you know, it, it it would be the, it would be the same if somebody was you know fully caught up with the fucking Legend of Dread series and tried to tell me anything that was going on. It, it would just sound like noise. Uh, I mean, well, that, that's not this isn't the time for that. Uh, anyway, so uh, uh, but so the movie. I think we'll start off with the uh the IMDb. Yeah, um, I was going to use the uh, Wikipedia blurb, but uh, it is also only one sentence. It's, it's a bunch of production lead-up. Like, it's the such-and-such such movie in the series, uh, the second one to carry the Dragon Ball Super title, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it, but for, in terms of reference to the plot, it's also only one sentence. Um, uh, Gohan and Piccolo um, uh, can't get enough of each other, so they team up to fight the Red Ribbon Army. Period. <laughs> uh, you got Red Ribbon Army, right? Uh, the Red Ribbon Army from Goku's past has returned with two new androids to challenge him and his friends. Which is... Not even entirely accurate. Uh, they're, they're more back to Menace Bulma than anything. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. even know Goku exists through most of the movie. Um, no, they, they know Goku exists, but they think he's an underboss. Um, we're, we're also, uh, that, 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 that is also a spoiler, my bad. Um, it's barely a spoiler. You, you would need to watch the movie to get context for the spoiler. Yeah. Um, but we'll start it off with our spoiler-free segment. Um, and start things off, did you enjoy the movie? Uh, I did, um, uh, but, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. So I, I did enjoy the movie, um, uh, like we went and saw it with a big group of people. It was like me, Pat, Ryan. It was eight of us in total. Yeah, yeah. It was it was, it was a lot of people. Um, uh, it's Ryan's birthday today. Happy birthday, Ryan! Yeah. Um, a very uh, empty movie theater. It was us and one other group of people. Yeah. Um, which you now makes me a little bit sad because like every other anime movie I've uh, uh, I personally gone and seen over the last couple of years has generally been pretty packed. Yeah, Demon Slayer was Demon Slayer was was uh, full up. Uh, my Hero uh, Academia was, was full, full up. up. My Hero Academia um, was fucking full up when I went and saw it. Jujutsu Kaisen was about half full. But half, uh, yeah, I was gonna say Jujutsu Kaisen was half about half full for me too. Um, 
But so this was this was the lowest, and this was a Friday night at five o'clock. Yeah. So. Um. Hopefully the numbers come in well. Admittedly, some people are, some people are getting off work at five, so they need time to you know get home, take showers and whatnot. Yeah. Um. So the seven o'clock showings may have been more crowded. Yeah, I'm like I said, like uh, I like the movie enough. I want to see it do well. Uh, I also just kind of want Dragon Ball Super to continue. Um, uh, like uh, this would be a whole other discussion in and of itself that I don't really want to get into any more of it than just saying. Um, while I do appreciate all the stuff that Z brought to the table as far as like shown in um, manga and anime goes. Um, like personally, over the years, I've much preferred Toriyama's like much more goofiness of things like Dragon Ball or Super itself, which are less focused on the like constant building of power. Uh, mostly because the Toriyama style of like humor and stuff like that. Um, other, when other people try to ape it, they never do it as well as he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Naruto's try like when the Naruto tries to be like a Dragon Ball thing in that way, it's never able to uh, hit those notes. Um, but when Naruto is doing the uh, the gradual, stronger progression for fighting shit, they blow Dragon Ball Z out of the water. A lot of people have blown Dragon Ball Z out of the water over the years. Um, but uh, as far as just like that kind of anime, the thing that like like young boys attach themselves to. Yeah. Um, um, like admittedly, it's it's hard. Is while I enjoyed the movie, I will say it is very hard to review this movie. As a stand, I don't think it. I don't think it works as a standalone movie. It relies so much on not just Dragon Ball Super, but Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball. Um, that yeah, if you if you're going if you're going into this movie just to watch a fun anime movie, you're you're gonna be missing a lot. A lot of things will just seem to come out of nowhere. Um, I I would disagree with that. Um, Tess didn't know, like she'd only ever seen Resurrection of F. And had a blast in the movie. Yeah. Um, part of that was also, you know, she, she was out with her friends. Um, like, uh, in, and even and even then, that's still something. That's still some grounding. She at least knew the names. Um, but, like, but it, at the very least, it is a, it is a movie that definitely references a lot. It does. Um... See the Toriyama ness of it. Um, the the more it became super and less Z, I will admit the the further I faded out. Most of the most of the early parts of this movie, I was it was I was just suffering through. Um, like there's a there's a car ride in this movie that I swear go that I swear it felt like it went on for an hour. Um, but it uh, it is. The whole movie is definitely the most Toriyama thing you will watch, um, and like, and that's for 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 me. I, I can't hardly count this against the movie because that is obviously what it was going for. Um, I don't watch Super. Um, like I I've, I very much fell out of the fandom after Z. Um, what was bringing me to this movie was the fact that it was they stated that the movie follows Gohan and Piccolo. Who are two of my favorite characters in the in the show? Um, like uh, the, I very much fell out of love with Goku as I as I got older, um, and yeah, and his his fanboys have done him no favors. Wait, but Goku solos, 
But, but Goku go, go go, Solo's. Don't, don't, don't say that within arm's reach of me. Goku go Solo's, though. Can, can he breathe in space? Go Goku Solo's? Can he solo space? <laughs> can he breathe underwater? Nope. <laughs> but but Goku Solo's. Mm. <sighs> yeah, that got, that got annoying real fast. Um, but overall, did you enjoy this movie? Uh, yeah, I, I, it was, it was an enjoyable, it was enjoyable two hours. Alright. Um, like once, once the, once the fist started flying, I was back in. Um. Like I said, it's very funny because I was a little bit of the, I was a lot of the opposite. Uh, I enjoyed the, the more, uh, slice of lifey Toriyama stuff. And then like, uh, I, I, I was there for the action as well, but like, uh, I, I wasn't falling off because of. It it depended it depended on who was doing the like the slight if when it was involving characters I knew and cared about because I grew up with these people I was invested when it was two people that were introduced for this movie I was I was out probably because I was like okay you're I don't I don't see you having consequences beyond this movie outside of a sight gag here or there um which might be me talk too early because. You know, this is, you know, the anime f- uh, after this might reference these. I was going to say, like, uh, fucking uh, Jaku or whatever his name was, the guy who, uh, did you see Resurrection of F? No. Oh, uh, there's like a little space patroller guy that's uh, in that movie. Uh, he hasn't shown up in the last couple of movies, but he went on to have his own manga by Toriyama where he traveled uh, space and, like, uh, and had adventures with other Saiyans and other things existing inside the Dragon Ball universe, and never showed up back in like Dragon Ball shit. He's like just, there are other Saiyans in Universe Seven still. Uh, I, I think I think some of the stories were like stories in the past. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I be, like he's the one that first met like Bardock and uh, Bardock's uh, Goku's mother. Uh, I forgot what her name is. Gina. Yeah. Um, like. Uh, she was first introduced into the fandom through him in his book because he knew them. Okay. Yeah. Like, Toriyama apparently just does things like that nowadays. Neat. Yeah. I mean, why not? He's made enough money. Um, see, uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll get into our, our spoiler free as we normally do, uh, kind of categorically break it down. Um, so, uh, Get, getting in, getting to the elephant in the room, the art style. This was this movie was also like pretty much entirely CG. Yes. Um, so, uh, if any, anybody who knows me as and knows like my anime aesthetic, um, I am particularly wary when it comes to the CG shit. Uh, mostly because if no, if you don't put the budget into it, it, it looks, looks really bad. Um, the biggest example I can use are the Berserk movies versus, uh, the Berserk TV show. The movies had an okay budget and it looked okay. There's actually scenes in, in like, uh, the second and third movie that look great in Berserk. And then the TV show is almost always bad. Um, Dragon Ball Super and Dragon Ball, and the movies and like the Dragon Ball, like Resurrection of F, uh, toyed with a little bit, uh, Broly toyed with a little bit more. So they've been they've been toying around to like do interstitials and like certain shots inside battle scenes with it. Um, this is the first time they just decided to whole hog it. And I will say, me personally, 
I really, really enjoyed it. I thought they spent the money, they took the time, they made the character models look good in in motion. Um, they looked good still. Like when they were still shots, sometimes my brain could be tricked into thinking that they were just cell shaded, um, uh, like visual designs. The only people this did not work for ever once is Goku and Vegeta. The way that their musculature is is on their arms moving in this style because they they have like extremely specifically designed it, muscles. It, it looks like they are designed of. It looks like they're made of tumors. Yes, um, it makes their movements look incredibly gross, which is weird because they're animated very well. Yes, but the style yeah. does not fit them. It fit Go. It fit Piccolo so good. Yeah. Um, even Pan and Gohan looked great. Well, the, but, like, but like, they all those three characters you mentioned also have a much less defined musculature. Yes. Um, well, but Piccolo has like a lot of detail work on him at least. Yeah, but at least but Piccolo is specifically non-human. Yes. Um, like he he doesn't his muscles don't look like people muscles. Yeah. Um, like Vegeta and Go- and Goku do. Uh, Gohan also does, but is much less toned than his father. Yeah, um, uh, that helped a lot. Um, uh, with everybody else having, with Toriyama uh, kind of like bringing down the, the tone designs, like ever since uh, Battle of the Gods, where like he's he's gone for more thin looks, um, like uh, more much more wiry power. Uh, that kind of except when he doesn't. Well, like a lot of the uh, the upgrades uh, tend tend to actually like make the the characters smaller now. Yeah. It- for the most part, yeah, there are a few. Oh exceptions. yeah, there are exceptions for yeah. sure. Yes, I, I can name one of them, but it's a, spo- it's a spoiler. Yeah, well, I'm talking about like uh, when you see Goku go uh, Super Saiyan God for the first time, he actually like loses a lot of mass um, in uh, Battle of the Gods. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. I've only ever seen Goku go Super Saiyan Blue in like in Dragon Ball Fighters, and he looks the same just with blue hair. Oh no, because because uh, because they just re- they just reskinned his hair as blue. Uh, no, Goku. Goku loses a lot of body mass in a. In, uh, he, he, he also doesn't doesn't his also his muscular doesn't change in Fortnite. Um, but uh, but yeah. So for me personally, I thought it looked really really good, except for they're gonna have to figure out a way for it to work for Goku and, and Vegeta. Like, I, if they choose to go this way going forward, yeah. Uh, th- this may have just been an experimental uh, thing to try, which. For the most part, I, I'm I'm in agreement with you. I think it worked um, with even even the Vegeta uh, Kakarot bit didn't throw me off too much. Uh, for me, it was the faces and the the faces and the and the lip flaps. Um, they very much kind of they very much look like you know almost a you know stop motion where you would like kind of draw a design on a mannequin's face and you know, use that to animate lip lip movement, um, and part of that may have, may have been hurt for the dub for for me, because uh, they it doesn't like they 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 could have done like maybe one more pass of for localization. Um, but oh yeah, I, I will say like as far as like um, for a project of this caliber, um, the lip flapping is not near. Yeah, um, but aside from that. I thought it was. I thought it was fine. Like everyone's, everyone's like the the animation of it looked great. Uh, there's like 
there's a fight scene that, funny enough, has nothing to do with the plot that happens about halfway through the movie. That is like one of the one of the better one of the best fight scenes in the movie. Um, that is part also because it's not full of energy blasts, so you actually get to see the characters move a lot more. Yeah. Uh, another thing that like Toriyama's been much more conservative about um, over the last like few outings uh, is ev- not everything is just energy blasts all the time. Uh, now they're kind of s- like saved for small bursts or special occasions. Yeah. Um, uh, m- a much more less is less is more kind of thing. Um, uh, so I the other thing I wanted to say. Um, is uh, going into the writing, I actually think that um, as far as screenplays go, this might be Toriyama's strongest screenplay. Pat is looking at me like I'm crazy. Uh, I'm I'm gonna need you to say how how you mean that because it's so because co- it's a coherent story with actual theming. And uh, that tells a uh, a pretty straightforward plot without um, without like just a bunch of random nonsense happening all the time. Like uh, Broly, Broly loses a lot of things. Like like to be fair, like Broly is like th- probably forty five minutes of setup, and the rest of it is just Broly mad, Broly smash, and they just kind of fight for forever. <laughs> This the reason I only reason I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you there. If people were operating towards their competency and not holding idiot balls to pad out the movie, this movie should have been twenty minutes, thirty tops. Well, what do you mean? Um, the with keep in mind this is spoiler. This is. I'm keep this as spoiler free as I can. Okay. Um, there's a point where the villains first uh, uh, brush up against the good guys. Um, then there's a part where the one of the where one of the good guys finds the, the enemy base, and there's nothing stopping him because at this point there's not like there's like oh they've got the president hostage or anything. He could just blow this thing up. And pretty much the whole cast of the Z-Warriors are all planet busters at this point. Like, why why, why keep on going? Or, like, there, there's, a, there's a part in the movie, and it doesn't help that they hang a lampshade on it, that, oh, we could have just used the Dragon Balls to solve most of this whole problem. And they have to they rely on, you know... Kind of con- contrived circumstances to keep the two big big guns that would solve pretty much this whole thing. Just to just in order for us to keep the the focus on Gohan and Gohan and, and Piccolo, like the, it does have to bend over backwards to keep them relevant. Um, so like that that was that was just something me personally I didn't like. Um, like so. Was it? It does do all the things you said. I'm not saying you're wrong, um, but like for the when I saw the those contrivances of people of people taking 
literally the longest way around possible to solve a problem um, for fairly logical characters. Um, just so we could have one or two, one or two more gags and kind of pad out the movie for another thirty to forty minutes. I, I wasn't, I wasn't into it. Uh, I'm just gonna hard disagree with you. I, I think, I think putting it in the way that you're putting it would, would be uh, tonally and genre um, wise in, incompatible with what the movie is, like. Uh, yeah, the, there there's a there's definitely a meta re- is there's a meta reason why it is that way. I agree with you. Uh it but the movie never justified it in character to me. And, and once again, that might just be a personal preference. Yeah, I was like yeah. I was like that to to me like that's asking Dragon Ball to be something that it's just very very much not. Uh uh yeah, um, but as, as I was saying, to me personally, I think that this is like uh, Toriyama's like strongest effort at actually writing yeah. a coherent story. And it could be I just need to stop watching Dragon Ball. So <laughs> that's a harsh take. Oh, I mean, I haven't liked anything in Super. Like this is the closest thing to like to, that I've liked of anything. Um, so it could it could be that I'm just not the target audience for this. Um, so, you know, mo- uh, moving on to, um, we've taught animation, uh, sound. Um, I actually think the mixing's kind of bad. Uh, Dragon Ball has very, very specific sounds. Um, you know what it sounds like when somebody jumps 20 feet, uh, uh, to, like, semi-glide over to you, uh, when they could have just walked that, that, that 20 feet. Uh, yeah. that, like... Mm-hmm. And along with the when when they're when they finally land, yeah, um, like those noises are so much louder than the dialogue or background music. <laughs> like most of the Dragon Ball Z effects are mixed in, so are the the Dragon Ball effects that you know and love, the things that you are most recognizable, uh, are mixed in so heavy uh, that to me personally, like. Uh, they they gave me headaches a couple of times. Um, uh, actually, the, the movie had a pretty great score, um, uh, a confusing score sometimes. Like uh, there's a part where Gohan gets his nuts up and just like a beat drops, and uh, I was like, I don't know if this is necessarily Gohan music. Uh, they never. They never. Also, they 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 never use that. They never actually use Gohan's theme. To be fair, they they actually don't rely on a lot of the old themes, uh, which I'm not. I wasn't inherently against. It was just like because, like I said, I liked a lot of the music in this movie. Um, I I thought that like uh, Gohan's much heavier like drum line kind of like synth drum uh, things that they had going for him was a kind of a strange thing for his character. Um, but uh, um. But yeah, other than that, like, other than the, the than the noises, like the, and not even like it's not everything. It's specifically the Dragon Ball noises, uh, the ones that are just like iconic to the series. I mean, do they do they use those noises in Super? Yeah, but like once again, it's it's, it's not as like the way that's mixed in, where it's kind of like 
so you don't miss it almost. Um, it, I don't know. It, just, it felt heavy to me personally when I was listening to it, and I'm someone like who has a hard time hearing. Yeah, I I can't remember any of the music from any of the music from this movie. Twenty four hours later, that's that's very funny because, like I said, when fucking uh, uh, when the rain starts to fall and Gohan like uh, uh, I remember that scene. Oh, the fuck! The, the 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 bass going in at that moment is intense. Uh, I almost—if I didn't laugh out loud, I was stifling it. Uh, see, uh, any uh, noteworthy uh, performances? Uh, uh, Sabat killed it as like Piccolo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I knew he would. Like I mean, it's a character he's been voicing I mean, it's, it's for a very, thirty years. This is a very Piccolo heavy movie. Yeah, um, but it's also the like the most that Piccolo has been asked to do things. Yeah, uh, which uh, which is pretty delightful. Um, also, if folks, if, if I'm sounding distracted, um, I had I have the IMDb page pulled up for for Dragon Ball Superheroes, uh, just so if if Jared needs me to pull up some information, I can quickly. But for some reason, uh, the banner ad for for Dragon Ball Super is like this looping uh, anime trailer for a bunch of old Funimation movies. So this had like freaking Ghost in the Shell, Devil Hunter Yoko, Crying Freeman, you know, all all the all this all these old freaking '90s anime movies, uh, and it's it's distracting me. <laughs> um, uh, Kyle is Gohan was okay. Um, like, I don't know. It's it. Gohan Gohan's characterization itself has been so weird and inconsistent, kind of over the last few years. Like when he's shown up in things. Yeah, I I can I can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I just. Uh, it was all right. Like, uh, I, I don't, he wasn't bringing the energy that fucking, uh, like, I, I guess it also helps that, like, uh, that, uh, Chris has been, like, voicing so many standout performances over the last 10 years. Like, for a guy who was kind of just the Dragon Ball Z guy for a long time, mm-hmm. like, basically post All Might, like, he gets, he gets so much work. That like his he's become a much better actor over the last few years, um, and uh, like, and obviously like he has great distinctions in his voice work. Like, uh, yeah, you you can if you listen for it, you can hear like Piccolo and uh, and Vegeta and the Eternal Dragon are the same person. But I guess this was his last role. What do you mean? Kyle Bear? Why is it that? It, wasn't he the one that passed? No. I don't think he did. Why the hell is IMD B profile in the past tense then? I don't know. IMDB, you're scaring me. He also went on to be like the like good friends with Kevin Smith and was like the smod voiceover guy for a long time. I don't know. Which is always very weird because, like, if uh, if you listen to those old Smod uh, podcasts, like, uh, he did, like, this very sultry voice for it where he's like, 
Well, hello over there, everybody in the Smodcast Nation. I got a little oral for your ears right now, and let's go and talk about some of the deals we got going. Versus Gohan, where he's like, hi, guys, let's go. Oh, man, Pan, uh, I hope you're doing okay today. Oh, jeez, Piccolo, it's so great to see you. And, uh, which is what I mostly knew him for. <laughs> oh. Okay. So I, I didn't like, you know, fuckable Gohan coming at me. Uh, but yeah, uh, Gohan's okay. Uh, so many of the other people are kind of just cameos. Glorified cameos at best. Yeah, they only, they have like two or three, two or three lines. Um... You know, or or maybe like one running joke. Um, the Gammas uh, I actually really liked. Yeah, uh, their performances were actually really really like, strong. Like uh, Ga- uh, Gamma Two, um, played by uh, Zena Robinson, was uh, was really good. Um, like I was I was surprised to get a villain arc out of them. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, with everything that happened with Vic Mignogna, he was out as Broly. So uh, yeah, it was a. Uh, Johnny Young Bosch play, uh, playing Broly in this. Yeah, so Bro- uh, Broly got recast. Um, but Broly has almost no lines, almost all grunts. I think he has two words. Yeah, something. I guess he might have more words than that, but it it ain't much. Yeah, he doesn't. He never shouts Kakarot. Uh, he doesn't do that anymore, anyway. Oh, then there's no truth in this art. <laughs> oh yeah, and and. Uh, and that's actually how Dragon Ball uh, Super Broly ends. Is he didn't know Goku's name, and so uh, at the very end of the movie, Goku is like, is like, he's like, "All right, uh, Broly, well I'm Goku, but as a Saiyan, you can call me." And then the movie cut, cuts off. Why does he give him his Saiyan name? Uh, apparently, Goku actually doesn't mind for other Saiyans to call him by his Saiyan name. Okay. It's not just a Vegeta thing. It's just it's literally like apparently a Saiyan warrior thing. How many other Saiyans has he met? Uh, Tarbles, at least. Kala. Who? Uh, Vegeta's brother, Tarbles. Who? Vegeta has a brother named Tarbles. Was he introduced in Super? Uh, he's actually introduced in one of the, like the specials. Okay. Uh, is, and does, uh, does he die? No. Um, he he gets mentioned from time to time, like uh. Like Boma has even mentioned, like, hey, if we're, uh, he's like, hey, if we if we need more hands on deck, we can always uh, call your brother. And he's like, ah, don't bother my brother. Is his brother strong? Ah, uh, he's weaker than Vegeta, but it's just more Saiyans to have on deck. Uh, okay. Uh, and then all the Universe Six Saiyans. Yeah, but I imagine those are hard to get to. Uh Goku literally has a button to just call on Zeno if he just needs uh, some shit. Uh, I don't like that he has that. Uh, and then you know there's a uh, cauliflower and and then I'm like yeah there's there's definitely other Saiyans he's mad. Yeah, but like why would he introduce himself as Kakarot and not Goku? Bro, I don't know. Apparently that's it's you're it, the one who's watched Super. Uh, we we literally spent uh uh decades now uh not knowing whether or not uh going Super Saiyan um allows Gohan to have better vision. So who who fucking knows anymore? Like they don't answer. Uh, Toriyama don't answer shit. I assumed it was part of his disguise, so no one would realize he was the great Saiyan man. <laughs> no, I mean it's not the first boneheaded Superman joke Toriyama's made. 
But uh, yeah, he just I don't know the, I don't know the whole history behind it. I just know that's a thing he does. Okay, weird. Um, <laughs> shit, I, I we I, I don't maybe maybe when he meets uh, other Saiyans, he's like Goku is my slave. <laughs> we don't go by that here. That might literally be the explanation. <laughs> He, he calls it his Earthling name. <laughs> yep, I hate I hate Dragon Ball now. <laughs> That's my guess, but I honestly don't know. What was the next category? This fucking movie. Um, uh, I did voice acting. We, we we've already talked about writing. Writing, yeah. Uh. Uh, it's kind of all there really is for this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, the animations is what it is. Yeah. Uh, cinematography was good for the most oh, part. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah. um, uh, I actually think, um, in compliance with what I was saying earlier about this movie, um, not cutting around a whole lot and actually being just kind of like a this um, merrily straightforward script um, where they're not, like, cutting away to a bunch of things all the time and it's just... It's always kind of like this thing leads to this thing, which leads to this thing, which leads to this thing. Um, uh, I myself, like uh, as I said earlier, um, that the car ride, which uh, I heard a couple of people mention beyond Pat when we we're in the group, they're like, they're like, oh, they felt the car was a little long. Um, I felt it was a really good explainer for the world for a people who've never seen uh, Dragon Ball and B to get an outside perspective of what it's like for other people that exist in this world. It's like the first time we've actually gotten characters who don't have any know at all about what's been happening, uh, kind of discussing what their thoughts on are. Um, and, uh, but even within like within the car ride, the the camera work, even, even, even that, you know, uh, even that car ride, that look outside of the core uh, unit of of Z fighters and their alien menaces of the time. Uh, that world is way too easy going for the things that have happened. Like by it's a, a long it time. is a happy go lucky world with Cell blew up an archipelago full of people. Yeah, and fucking Arale and Doctor Stumper out there uh, making sure that nothing too you're, bad. You're ever reinforcing happens. my point, Jared. <laughs> I don't know what an Arale or a Dr. Slump is, but it sounds zany and stupid. Uh, more powerful than Goku. Oh, so they're, they're joke characters. Yeah, they're from, uh, they're from Dr. Slump. Uh, is that a... It's a, it's a, it's good. It's Toriyama's work before he did Dragon Ball. Um, she literally like carries around a poop stick. Gross. Okay. She has Vegeta with it in like one of the specials. Fuck this franchise. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but yeah, what I was getting at was like, but even within that car ride, like, um, visually it wasn't just a, an over the shoulder, over the shoulder, one, one shot. Like, um, they would, they would, uh, the camera actually moves around quite a bit, even within that. Um, and it even gives you like a little, like, like there's a lot of like little character moments, a little asides that happen even during that car ride of like the driver getting pissed off and like trying to go around this woman who ends up like later on being Videl's teacher. Oh, that was Janet. Yeah, that was Janet. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't notice it. Uh, 
she was the uh, the only like she was the only okay designed black woman in all of uh, Dragon Ball history. Yeah, so Toriyama probably didn't draw her. <laughs> That's very much might be the case. She looked like a palette swap launch. Um, she did. She did have some launch, but with a little bit more, but a little more fro. Yeah. Um, it's essentially if you if you if you made launches curls a little bit tighter and colored color her hair black, you know, you got her her hair. Or you know, a female Mister Satan. Well, Boma actually did have a fro for a long time. Yeah, but that was a perm she put in. Her natural hair isn't like that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna tell you. Everybody's hair who has like it was all crazy and wavy like that. Launch, launch, walking around looking like Peggy from Married with Children was not her. Nat- she she got her hair did. Oh no, I was I was more remembering uh, when I watched you play. I think one of the one of the Dragon Quest games. Like every other person had uh, Hercule hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Eight. Um, but uh, but yeah, like so she caught my eye. Because I was like, oh, that's a, like a, per- I mean, yeah, that's it, a particular I, character design to use. And then when she showed up later, I was like, oh, okay, that's why. I mean, don't wrong. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad someone has taken the pen from Toriyama and not drawn uh, black racist caricatures. Um, yeah, Oda had to pick that up. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... What, do you expect me to defend One Piece? No, not at all. I was just... <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised anybody can on the fucking Oda's. I say the number, the number, of, the number of mangaka that have drawn black people non-offensively is like that pool is very small. Yeah, it's like Kishimoto and Kubo. Yeah. Uh, see, like yeah, Killer 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 B was you know yeah he was a he was he, he was a rapper but he looked like a black person that I've met before. Um, but anyway, the whole point of that was just the fact that like the the, the camera work and, the, and just even in a simple scene like that like was always kept moving always kept very, very interesting. Yeah. I actually thought that the camera work in the movie itself was actually very well done. Um, in the fight for scenes, the most for the most part there is a bit the the in the final boss fight of the movie. Uh, it do, just because they they want to they swing the camera around a lot because they're looping around the final boss uh, that can that got a bit disorienting because the final boss just he he he's big enough that he is basically a background and he's moving and jiggling around uh, so the it I had so I, I had no idea what part of him the good guys were hitting. Or if it was doing damage. Well, we all knew it pretty. It pretty much wasn't doing yeah, damage. Yeah. But, but yeah. Was like, uh, are are you shooting him in the face? Are you shooting him in the ass? Are you are you are you getting hit? Well, no, you're not Krillin. Um, you know, are oof. It, it, hey, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Z baby. So Krillin is a punching bag, as far as I'm concerned. If he's done anything in, in anything interesting in Super, I'll I'll stand corrected. Uh, he did almost beat Goku. Sounds like another thing that he didn't do. <laughs> Goku had to cheat a little bit to win. You know what the prize is for second place in a fight? An ass whooping. Uh, see, so that that pretty much rounds us out. Spoiler free. I never mind. This rounds us out. Spoiler okay. free. Uh, basically, my final thoughts as a spoiler spoiler free 
uh, entry. Um, if you are a Dragon Ball fan of any note, there is stuff for uh, to enjoy in this movie. I could recommend watching it once. Um, if you are not a fan of Dragon Ball, this is not a good entry point. Um, but, though, it, I will say again, if you are not a Dragon Ball fan, this is a weird thing for you to walk in on. Um, see, so, so like, you know, my final, so my final verdict, yeah, I watch it, watch it once. I probably am not going to watch this again. Um, on to you, Jared. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. Um, uh, uh, Shonen works don't do a whole lot for me uh, nowadays, like, unless they're particularly interesting or weird. Um, the more straightforward something is, the more kind of, like, cliche I find it. So that's one of the things I, I can still appreciate about, like, Toriyama work is that it's usually pretty quirky. Um, I actually think that because this movie kind of tells you everything you need to know about all of these characters... Um, in the setup for the movie and as the movie plays out, you don't, like, sure, will you get a lot more if you have the 30-year history with them? Yeah. Um, but I also think the movie uh, is actually kind of written in a way to stand, stand on its own in a lot of its merits. Like, it, it breaks down, it spends so much time telling you so much of the, of the backstory uh, with, like, the first opening five minutes just kind of gets you caught up on all of the stuff that you need to know about the villains. Uh, and... It, like, it's a very, very simple, straightforward plot. Um, this, I think, is just a fun movie that absolutely could be watched uh, standalone. Uh, and uh, and if, if you were to show somebody uh, who you think would probably be turned off by the long, the long sections of, you know, raising their, uh, their fighting power levels... Uh, and screaming for Dragon Ball Z, but we're like, hey, like I, this this kind of captures a little bit of the of what that's like without doing that necessarily. Uh, this is a pretty good movie for that if you wanted to introduce somebody. Uh, although once again, a little bit weird because there's a lot of history here. But uh, but yeah, overall, uh, I highly enjoyed it. Um, so let's get to the spoiler. All right, uh, consider this your spoiler warning. Um, for those of you who don't know what our spoiler warnings are, this is where we go into uh, the detail of the movie, pretty much beat by beat, uh, chop it up, and, and give a much more in-depth analysis of uh, our feelings about it. Um, like, uh, So if you don't want to be spoiled, consider this your spoiler warning, and come back when you've seen the movie. Alright, they're gone. Alright. So, uh, like I said, the, the movie literally starts off with like, a reintroduction of the history of a, Dragon Ball. A, yeah, a, a like brief, a run through of the of the history of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, and uh, that re that retouches that they reanimated a lot of the scenes and yes. it, they looked very good. Yes, it was actually annoying how good it looked. Yeah, goddamn, I I was a little bit, I got a little bit like motherfuckers, <laughs> why 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 it looked so good. Y'all yeah. could have cheaped out. Y'all could have just used yeah, old footage. Yeah, they they could have they could have animated that. Hell, the whole movie could have been that. Could have been a fucking clip show with that animation. I probably would have been fine. Um, but that that gets us caught up to uh, uh, to what's going on at the Red Pharmaceutical Company, 
which is the new front for the Red Ribbon Army. Yeah, um, led by Command- Commander Magenta, the son of Commander Red, who son Goku killed in Muscle Tower, uh, you know, back in Dragon Ball. Yep. Well, no, let me tell you that. Goku did not kill him. Commander Black killed Commander Red, and then Goku killed Commander Black. Technically, yes. Technically, yes, that is that is correct, which is the best kind of correct. Yeah. Um, which, you know, let me... Let me that, so now the movie makes... Little I, was a little, I was a little bit surprised that... They, that Consider that, like how they they did Janet uh, later on. They didn't retouch Commander Black a little bit. Well, he wasn't even shown. They they showed him. They showed a montage of Goku, uh, that first part where he's running in and tearing through the tower. But they never they never show him uh, as he's going up the tower. It cuts to him fighting uh, Commander um, the the general guy, Ming, Ping, something something. Tau, uh, like talking about general. Yeah, Tau, uh, Tau Pai Pai. Tau Pai Pai. Yeah. It's because it shows when he kicks the grenade up into the sky. Yeah, that that happens in a completely different area. That happens right outside of Corrin's Tower. Yeah, it was part of a montage. Yeah, but I'm but I'm saying like uh, it does show him uh, go uh, against Black. Black was escaping in that like uh, the mech that little, little mech suit. I I don't remember it actually showing Commander Black. Mm-hmm. Oh. You remember the mech suit? Like so it had. Uh, I remember the mech suit. But like also those that particular design of mech suit is very common throughout the Dragon Ball franchise. Yes, that is that is de- definitely like Toriyama's style of work. Yeah, wide shoulder pads and beer belly. You know, with, <laughs> with like with, little yeah, couples with, of spikes yeah, with with with, with, li- with little bitty spindly arms and legs. But uh, but yeah, so it gets gets us caught up to uh, to Magenta uh, and his number two uh, Pompadour. Carmine. Sure. Well, I remember he, he, he had a yeah, title co- screen. Yeah, he, he he also worked on like graphic design in his yeah. spare time. And every time he gave a mission briefing, it popped up the Carmine logo or the Carmine banner in front of the Red Ribbon Army logo. Yeah, um, very minor character thing that was just kind of like a little sweet endearing thing. Yeah. He also does have a prominent pompadour. Yes. Like to the point where like, his car is custom designed to accommodate his pompadour, which is actually uh, a plot point. Yeah, uh, because when uh, he's uh, when he's going to make his report, uh, a little robotic bee is following him around, um, and that is because uh, the cater we'll get introduced to later, Doctor H- uh, Hado, uh, noticed a car with a pompadour <laughs> with a pompadour with a bubble. Uh, and decided he wanted to stake out what the hell that was was going on. Yeah. Um, but here they kind of explain, like, what their logic is. Like, the, the villains kind of just kind of give you the setup for, like, what they're going to be trying to accomplish in the movie. Um, uh, basically, uh, what's the name? Magenta was funding Jero's research. Um, like, so he, he helped, he helped uh, you know, that was where Jero got the money for his lab and the bill sell in 16, 17, and 18, and... 21. Um, Which I was very surprised that 21 was canon. Yeah, well, at least canon in this movie. Um, apparently apparently 21 is uh, Jero's wife. Yes. Um, for, those, for those of you who might be Z purists like me who don't know, uh, Ender 21 was an original character made for the Dragon Ball Fighters game. Um, and who is, I guess, now moved on into canon. I guess, I guess Toriyama liked her. Um... But like you know, she is she is Android 16's mom. 
Um, but uh, Dr. Hado it was the grandson of Dr. Jiro. Yes. Uh, not Android 16's son, the son of his second child. Um, they, they, they make a point to put up the family tree. Yeah. Um, and Dr. Hado apparently is an even better uh, roboticist. He's a different roboticist. He's, he's apparently an even better he, roboticist. He claims that he is. Uh, he's, he's got a lot of the book learnings, not so much of the common sense. I mean, to be fair, the Gammas are incredibly strong. I'm more talking about what got him arrested. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, he, at the time of the, mo- of the movie's opening, uh, he is, he is uh, three months from getting out of prison uh, because he uh, took some dead bodies and put you know, robot stuff into them and, used the- and sent them to work in a convenience store, and that got found out. Uh, once again, something I found to be completely fucking delightful. Uh, but, uh, so they, they basically talk about how they want to recruit him. So, they go to recruit him. Yeah. Uh, and he leaves prison in, like, a little superhero outfit, uh, that he's designed, and also kills most of the people inside the prison along the way. Well, ha- however many were in reach of the grenade that he threw in. Yes. Um, so probably a bunch of the guards, at the very least. <laughs> Though you can hear other inmates shouting insulting things at him as he leaves. Um, which, you know, my pro- was probably warranted having having known him throughout this movie. Uh, see, but yeah, he, he, they, have a, they have the car ride from hell where uh, Magenta recruits, recruits him. Yeah, uh, mostly via Oreos. Yeah. Um... Uh, their, their big sticking point is that uh, Hado actually does want to be a good guy. He does he, want to make superheroes. He, he's a fan of the superhero aesthetic. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, not beyond that, like his like his his androids do have like yeah, they do uh, have hero, hero circuits. Yeah. yeah. So like, but he, but now that being said, he knew he does say he knew he was working for the bad guys. Yes. Um, you know, and, and you know, he 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 okayed the kidnapping of a small child. Yes, um, like uh, so you know he, he he was he he may have he may like the theme of good guys, but he is not a good person. No, no, no. Uh, also, he was inter- he, he the first thing we see him do is murder a group of people. Yes. Um. Well, to be fair, this is the Dragon Ball universe. Uh, we don't know the explosions kill anybody. Huh. <laughs> <sighs> Moving on, uh, see, from uh, there, he agrees to make yeah, uh, yeah. to make some androids, uh, Sp- and specifically to make another cell, and another cell. Yes. Um, from there, we jump to uh, Pan and Piccolo training at Piccolo's house. Piccolo has a house now. Yep, designed he, like an actual Namekian yeah. hut. I'm, he's, I was glad to see he finally moved out of the lookout. You know, where we last see him in Z, he's just kind of bumming off Dende and Popo. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Dende was glad to see him move out of the house. Yeah. Also, no Popo in this movie. Uh, that's probably for the best. Hey, at this point, I'm at this point, I'm just used to him being on the lookout. 
Um, immediately, I don't know how you touch up Popo to make him non-race. I think you got to just lean into that skid. Yeah. Um, because there's nothing to his design. It is He is a silhouette with eyes and lips. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but Pan is uh, show, showing more oomph than her daddy ever did. Uh, but she can't fly yet. Yes. And is frustrated that they're only learning hand-to-hand at this point. And she and he has not taught her the Kokoho or any energy attacks. Uh, a line that greatly bothered Patrick. <laughs> that she knew what it was and wanted to learn it. Uh, yes, because the Kokoho, uh, or if you're a dub only, the Tri-Beam, uh, is Tien's suicide attack. That shouldn't be in the hands of a... Oh, was she, was she like five? Three, she was three and a half. Yeah, three and a half years old. Uh... And I really wonder who the hell told her about it. Who the hell told her about the the, the secret technique of the crane school? She'd be alright. Yeah. She's insane. She got life energy to spare. Uh, no. <laughs> the point of the cocoa is that it takes all of it. Yeah. TN's fine. We don't want to be measuring fine by TN. I mean it, that, that that third eye is a growth. Yeah. Uh, also, that also you know anybody who hangs out with whatever the fuck Chaozu is, voluntarily. Uh, I could be convinced that Chaozu is not real. Immediately, I've never seen anyone else talk to him. I mean, like, sure, it blew up trying to fight Nap and all that stuff. But to be fair, we don't know that he wasn't just like a uh, a a chi con- construct. Yeah, he might be. I mean. We know that we know that Key can create, you know, uh, material things because uh, Pickle has a clothes beam. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, but Pan goes off to goes off to daycare. And preschool. Goes yeah, pre- preschool. Pre- yeah, preschool. My bad. Um, and Piccolo goes to meditate for a little while. Uh, before being told, uh, before he gets a phone call on his kitty cat phone. Yeah, from Videl. Asking her, asking him to pick up uh, Videl from uh, preschool at one. Yeah, because uh, Gohan's busy make b- busy compiling a research paper. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you know Piccolo is understandably understandably irritated. Why can't Gohan pick up his own damn kid? You know. Although the funny thing is, why because why, why 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 am why am I the default daddy for all these Saiyan children? Uh, the funny thing, well, he's the default mama. That's Mama Piccolo. I'm not uh, gonna call him that. <laughs> um, Admittedly, Namekians reproduce asexually, but Piccolo calls himself a he. Um. But what I was gonna say was that uh, he's not even mad that he has to go pick up uh, Pam. He's angry that Gohan is not spending time with his daughter. He's also irritated that Gohan's not training. That too, but that, that's not what brought him there. Yeah. He knew Gohan wasn't training. Like, but hearing that Gohan is not, like, actively spending time with his daughter, which is a thing that, like, you know is a is a character arc thing for Piccolo, because he, cause he kidnapped Gohan as a child to keep him away from, uh, from his family. Yeah. 
but also, gave that boy a sword and told him to hunt dinosaurs. Yeah, he also the, he was also putting Gohan through a boot camp because he knew the Saiyans were coming. Yeah, uh, Earth Earth at this point is not in imminent peril. Yes, to our knowledge. Um, Although uh, Piccolo does believe that it's always in peril, he believes that threats will eventually come forth, which is actually prudent planning, given yes. how often uh, Earth has come under attack. Yes. And, and just in the plot of DBZ, to say nothing else of Super. Um, like hell, I, I you know without even I haven't watched it, but I know Frieza came back twice. Yeah. Uh. But uh, so he goes to see Gohan, and uh, and <laughs> nails on his glasses to like on his window to get his attention. Yeah. Which is very at least, I mean, like apparently that's very clean glass. If it had dirt on it, it wouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is Mr. Satan's daughter. Uh, I mean, yeah, that, that that place probably has a maid staff. Exactly. Uh, uh, which makes you think, like, you know, Goku, does, like, Gohan does not have to work. No. Uh, this is what he chooses to do, which, which does mean that it is his passion. Um, which is which is kind of funny, considering that yes, Gohan was never the fighter, like he was always the reluctant fighters, like um, you know, conscious objector to a lot of the things they did. But he also did not like being whipped. No, <laughs> like pe- people people uh, like to say how Goku's a, a bad father or an absentee father. Chi Chi was a worse mother. Uh, she hired a tutor that actively whipped Gohan. While he studied, um, let's see, uh, what happened? God, what happened over that? Oh yeah, he, he like he closed beams Gohan <laughs> to put him in, in back in his uh, not a failure outfit, and then flies back off home which, to meditate, which is also weighted and like visibly bowls Gohan over. Yes. Uh, Gohan likes to tag Cheeky for a second, like, oh, I've still got it, and then gets immediately put in his place. Yeah. Uh, a, a quick one-two from, from Piccolo puts him off, puts him off his foot. Uh, which means that Pan could probably do it. I mean, she does knock him over twice. I mean, we're getting really close to the canonical ending of Dragon Ball Z. Because uh, Pan is five when they when she goes to that Mar- Mar- uh, World Martial Arts tournament, and she she does put in work against Goku. Yeah, like Oob should be born by now. Uh, Oob, Oob would uh, Oob is beyond born. Like he's, yeah. he's referenced in Dragon Ball Super. Like he has stuff that's going on. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's had. Yeah, I think he's, like do he's, they do they know what he is now? I don't know all that, but okay. um, uh, but yeah, like. Uh, technically, like where this movie takes place, like it's literally two years until the ending of where Z was when Goku is in the blue oh, uh, key. Yeah, because uh, because al- also uh, Trunks and Goten have hit their first growth spurt. Yes. Uh, so anyway, um, the plot point that irritated the shit out of Ryan. Oh, <laughs> did it? Uh, yeah, we were, uh, we we went to dinner after we saw the movie. Uh, and he and he was like, oh yeah, apparently say say and stay the same size until they don't. And they hit a massive growth spurt. I mean, they needed to. Uh, yeah. If you see, if you see the Broly movie, there is an extended cut 
uh, of like the two of them like fucking around, and they are canonically like twelve years old, and they barely stand over two feet tall. Yeah, much but much like Goku in Dragon Ball, he was like he was the, at the first Mortal Martial Arts tournament. He was like what fourteen? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's thirteen, I think. Yeah, but he's he is like you know knee high to everyone. Yeah, you know to you know conversely, three world tournaments later. He is like you know a grown man. Yeah. Um. So uh. So go uh. So Piccolo goes back to meditate. Uh. Where he's attacked by Gamma Two. Which he also point out, he's taking a very light time meditating. He's only he's only floating a mountaintop. <laughs> well, I mean, because like we've I've we have seen him meditate in Z, where he is like using his telekinesis to. Uh, essentially, use the Great Pyramids as fidget spinners. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, a a big laser beam with a face on it, you know, shoots down at his at a, at his meditation mountain. <laughs> and uh, I actually, I was actually like, there was a little part of me that was afraid that his home was gonna get destroyed. Uh, they introduced him having a home with a fucking guru style like throne in it. Uh, for it to just be destroyed immediately. I, I would have been upset. Like, wow, Piccolo really just can't have nice things. Uh, but uh, he, he battles Gamma. Which, which, like, for me, that that was something that DBZ Abridged made better. Because also the running joke of DBZ Abridged, once he gets back on Earth from Namek, is that, wow, you, you don't have a house, do you? <laughs> um... Uh, but yeah, we are introduced to Gamma Two. Yeah, um, who has a little like uh, holographic projector on him, so when he uh, lands a blow with you against you, uh, it it gives off a sound effect that you can see, like you can see the onomatopoeia of his attacks. Yes, only for that fight. Uh, they, uh, it they, breaks. They, oh, it actually does. They actually do say say it broke. It, it happens in the background. You didn't notice? No. Um, when Gamma One and Gamma Two are talking, you can see he has a little projector on his back, and uh, it starts fizzing out, and he starts slapping on it. Um, but yeah, it, it just it it started malfunctioning, and it just stopped. Okay, yeah, because they because they also they visibly stopped doing it uh, in the fights at, at towards the latter half of the movie. Yep, yeah, it just breaks. Which you know, I, I was I was I was a bit miffed. I wanted it to come back. Yep. No, like they they actually do a lot of really good background work in this movie, like a lot of like really small fine details. Uh, they just kind of added in as little bits. Um, but uh, uh, Gamma, like most things in early Dragon Ball, can't sense power levels, and uh, so uh, I think that, that's that's always been pretty consistent. The androids normally can't. Uh, Cell's the only one that Cell 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 twenty one and twenty are the only ones that can sense energy. And pop, yeah, you know, uh, not twenty one. Um, the one nineteen and twenty. But it's a pretty consistent thing that like, uh, that a lot of people can't read energy. Yeah, it, it is something you have to learn. Um, like Vegeta, Vegeta had to learn it. Uh, Vegeta just had it beaten to his ass. Oh, Vegeta knew it was possible, and then just kept he he, he prided himself into it. I mean, you never ha- you never see how he gets like 
Uh, he seems to just get it when he goes that back to tank uh, with Kui uh, after leaving Earth. Yeah. I just, I, just, I just remember it being a plot point on Namek where he made he, he meticulously destroyed every scouter he came across because I can sense energy now. I don't need one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so uh, Piccolo managed to hide and follow Gamma. Back to the Red Ribbon base. Yes. That he could have blown up but with a wave of his hand. I... But he infiltrates, uh, okay. knocks out a guy, um, and to see what's going on. Uh, and, you know, he, he infiltrates a meeting between, uh, which, I'm guessing he just killed the guy? Because he never shows up again. Uh, he knocked him unconscious. The guy is visibly, like, breathing and moving. Uh, I don't know where like he, where yeah, he but, stashed but, him, but but his but his cover was never blown. Like I said, I don't know where he stashed him, but uh, I mean Piccolo's also going around like a lot, real like real quick because he manages to get there mostly in time to pick up Videl at one p.m. Yeah, despite the fact that as we've already mentioned, he's flown all over the fucking place at this point. Yeah, but also they they never make a point of anyone finding that guy, and that base blows up. I mean, yeah, he probably did at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, he didn't make it out of this movie. Now, at this point, I'll actually bring up like the why I don't think Piccolo would have brought, uh, blown the place up, especially with it being a Red Ribbon base, and as he was kind of discovering things about them being androids. They blew up Dr. Jarreau's lab, and because they didn't know enough about it, because they didn't have enough intel, they didn't kill Cell. They did kill Cell. Krillin killed Cell. Eventually. Um, yeah, they uh, found his tank and blew it up. That is not what happened. That is that is incorrect to say. That's how that happened. Yeah, they, him, and, him and Trunks blew it up. They they blew the, the base off. Like it that, was that was, it that was where Trunks found the plans for the gasoline powered toaster. It was seventeen and eighteen and sixteen's pod. Then they fuck off with that. And then when future Trunks, uh, like, and then another point, like Trunks is like, oh wait, there's a there's a basement down there. And then they go back later on. After Cell has after Cell reveals himself and says, "Oh, you never found the secret basement," and so I grew up in the future and came back here. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they had to have like yeah, a, but their Cell they killed. That was Future Cell. <laughs> yes, but they only killed him because Future Cell came to tell them about it. Yeah. I don't think it would have been right if they if, go, if Piccolo just blew up the base, didn't discover that they way down below the Earth they had another cell max down there. Yeah, a cell max that needed to be push started, so it would have just been dormant until it died when everything ran out of power. Or uh, once it was completed, it might have just auto birthed. You're making a lot of assumptions there. You're making a lot of assumptions that like uh, on how any of this could have worked, like. Piccolo didn't know what, no, was, but, what but it was. All thing I'm assuming is that Piccolo could have blown it up, which everything that I've seen in Z tells me he should be able to. It's not that he should be able to. It's like he also like has been through this before, and doing that without having enough proper um, information uh, ended up being a mistake. Okay, agree to disagree. Um, so Piccolo infiltrates, and he learns that uh, uh, Magenta. Uh, yeah, I'm Magenta. getting these color names and my Magenta and Hedo. Uh, think that Bulma is leading some type of alien confederation to take over the world. Yes. And that Go- Goku and Vegeta are her sub-bosses. 
and the all the other Z fighters, starting with Yamcha being the most prominent and dangerous of them all. Uh, he was the Bandit King. Yeah, he, the Scarface Bandit. Um, but uh, yeah, so they they are they are all about you know you know standing standing opposed to uh, Capsule Corp, and you know Magenta just wants to take over the world. Seemingly, yeah. But he's he's framed it in a way that it's just appealing enough to Hedo that Hedo can put aside the fact that he knows these guys are bad and still pretend to be the good guy. Yeah, um, it's a beautiful enough fiction for him. Uh, Piccolo finds out what's going on and is like, "All right, so let's let's get Goku and Vegeta uh, back, you know, back to just solve this. Should take them all of thirty minutes." Um, Goes to cap to, to no wait well, leaves calls. leaves the meeting calls Bulma. Um, still it's weird to, for Piccolo for to think of Piccolo how much Piccolo has his cell phone in this movie. Um, see, uh, but uh, he calls he calls Bulma and uh, Bulma informs that Goku and Vegeta are off planet. They're on Weiss's not they're on Beerus's planetoid. Whatever you would call his little thing. Yeah. His um, home. Litter uh, box. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to see them with uh, Broly uh, and the people from that movie, uh, Chile and... Uh, uh, ah, I've forgotten the other guy. Lima? Yeah. Uh, Limon. Limon. Um, but... Uh, it's a freeze of force. Everyone has a food name. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, everybody in Dragon Ball has a food name. Yeah. Uh, Frieza Force tend to have, like, fruit names, usually. Yeah. Uh, Saiyans are typically vegetables. Um, Ginyu Force are, are milk. Uh, they have a female member now, and her name is Breast Milk. There's a female member of the Ginyu Force? Mm-hmm, and her name is Breast Milk. Oh. Like, did... Did Frieza like rebuild the Ginyu Force when he came back? I don't, I don't know the, speci- the, the specifics of it. Like I said, every time I find information about about the DBZ stuff or Dragon Ball stuff, like it just kind of comes out of nowhere for me. I don't know what it applies to. Uh, I don't know if she was in a manga or or, or what have you. But yes, that that's been revealed that there was a uh, another member of the Ginyu Force. It was a girl, and her name was Breast Milk. Huh. I don't know what it like the translation of it was. Like you know, Burger is butter. Um, but her name translates to breast milk. Yeah, okay. Because of course it does. Why wouldn't it? I mean, I didn't know the, the Ginyu Force was all milk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, that was just, I didn't know that theme. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, cha- uh, Chase is cheese, Burger is butter. Um. Oh, they're all dairy products. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, sp- specifically dairy products. Yeah. You had me thrown. I thought you were gonna say like in Japan they had they had cheese milk. It's like that's called mm. spoiled. Mmm. But uh, yeah. Uh, so we we get to see uh, um, the thing that everybody's been waiting for for all of time: a Goku and Vegeta. No power ups. No key blasts. Just they can uh, they can fly. They can fly, and they gotta they gotta duke it out. Who's who's the strongest and better in their base forms? Which is kind of the most fair way for them to judge their fights anyway. If we're being honest. 
Because yeah. all all of their all of their forms are just extended out to be more yeah, powerful. And they they are just, they are multi- just multipliers. Yeah, they're just multipliers. So whatever they can do in their higher forms, they they can do in their base forms. It's just they get tired more easily. Yeah, uh, you know, un- unlike unlike you know, unlike uh, some people, they didn't allow themselves to become nearsighted in their base forms. <laughs> uh, so th- they have themselves a little brawl. While uh, uh, the rest of uh, Beerus' folk which was, have ice cream, which I particularly enjoy because, like you know, I got to see them one, you know, fighting, and two, actually, seemingly having developed as fighters. Like Vegeta was fighting very differently than he did in Z. Um, like you know, it's, it actually seemed like he was being a lot more patient and focused in it, uh, in his movements, um, and it would seem to be giving Goku a particularly hard time. You know, Goku was mostly more the same. Though, though they, they, I guess, well, par, I, probably is so many of their signature moves are are key blasts. Uh, so we didn't actually get to see any of that. Yeah. But then, like, that's probably for the best. I don't think Beerus would like them blowing up his home. No, it's something he specifically didn't want them doing. Uh, but because they're, uh, Beerus is eating a big thing of ice cream, he throws it on top of Whis's staff. So. We just never notice when uh, notices that they're getting calls. Yeah, so the so the movie can keep it focused on uh, Gohan and Gohan and Piccolo uh, overcoming uh, this this threat. Um, and uh, to answer Patrick's contrivance thing about earlier, this is actually also a, just a common thing throughout Super and the other movies. Um, uh, they actually usually have trouble getting in contact with Whis uh, to get uh, Goku and Vegeta there. Yeah, see, that's fucked up. <laughs> I can't tell you because this is a Goku problem. Like Go, Goku is the one who started everything. Anytime, anytime you see somebody with a red ribbon uh, logo pull up, uh, wanting smoke, that is that is Goku's fault. Yeah, Goku started it with all of these people. Yeah, but uh, no, and uh, Broly, uh, there's there's a communications issue, uh, and in Resurrection of F. Uh, they're also on Whis's planet. That's why, like, uh, they have to form up like all the rest of the fighters, and you get like Master Roshi and Tien and everybody else, like, doing a little bit of training. And they handle the Frieza Force first. Is they're buying time for them to finally get their asses over there? Yeah, this is this has kind of just been a running theme throughout. Oh, uh, I, I hate that. Well, it lets it lets the other characters get a chance to shine. Yeah, that doesn't make it not a contrivance either. <laughs> well, Whis's planet is also so far away. Um, or you said it, Weiss's. Um, Beerus's plan is actually so far away. Goku can't instant transmission back. But like Weiss can, can he? Kind of. Like, um, Weiss travels faster than the um instant transmission to a certain degree. I forget how they describe it exactly, but yeah, it's it's weird angel bullshit. But like, how do they normally get back and forth? Weiss. Yeah, so they get back that way. Yeah. Especially if he's faster than instant transmission. Yeah, but it still takes time. He's faster than instant, but it takes time. Yeah. It still takes time. Oh, okay. Alrighty, moving on to the to the next bit. Um let's see Piccolo goes to Kami's lookout and get a couple get some Sinzu beans. Com, uh, corn only had two. Um, 
then he then he gets. They the- have like Yajirobe there, like just chilling and not really saying anything. And I'm starting to think that um, DBZ Abridged was on the money. Oh, that he that, that he's uh, married to the cat. Yeah. That they are just in a long-lasting relationship. I mean, in Dragon Ball, his only motivation was food, and from when they were introduced in Dragon Balls, it was said like a single senzu bean uh, gives you all the food you would need for like ten days. Are uh, you saying the reason they don't ever have a lot of senzu beans is because Yadrobi's fat ass is up there eating them all? Probably. It makes more sense having, than anything. Having like a fucking. Um, uh, uh, a cookout with just with just senzu beans. Yeah, cause he, cause he, he's he was never really motivated for a taste. It was more just the seemingly the sensation of being full. He was eating King Piccolo's children. Yeah, like you know, so it it does it doesn't seem like he just he cares about what the food is as long as it fills him up. He probably would have ate Vegeta's tail if it stayed big. He probably would ate Vegeta's tail either either way. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, something DBZ and Bridge was on the money about. You want that tail? Uh, <laughs> I see there's a naked baby over there. Yeah. You going to eat that baby? <sighs> All right. So uh, he also goes to the lookout to see if he can get uh, Dende to release his inner potential the way that uh, Guru did for Piccolo and Gohan. Not for Krillin and Gohan. Yes. Uh, turns out, no, he can't. That's a technique that uh, Namekians get as they age, and Dende's just not old enough. Um, but he can uh, enhance the dragon. Enhance the Dragon Balls by getting them a little wet. Yep. Well, pouring some mystical uh, stuff onto the dragon statue that he made the Eternal Dragon out of uh, a liquid that apparently Piccolo didn't know about from his time as Kami. When, and he, was when he made the Eternal Dragon. Yeah, and was not happy about this at all. Yeah. It was not a pleasant thing of information. Which tells me that apparently that was a Popo original? Or was or belonged to the previous uh, uh, Guardian of Earth? And Popo just didn't tell Kami about it. Um, or it could have been the, like... Uh, didn't they kind of like hand waves it by saying that Kami was very young when he traveled and probably didn't know all of the Namekian secrets uh, for creating Dragon Balls? Possibly. Yeah. Um, but he also he also states that uh, um, Bulma just has been hoarding Dragon Balls. Yes. Um, like, just has... Every, every time a witch is made, she just... She sends out teams of, of specialists... To go and get the Dragon Balls and bring them back to uh, to uh, the uh, Caps Corp. Yeah, I was also like the the Briefs household. That's not what it's called. And unlike in Broly, we learn that she wasn't just making blanket easy. She wants to appear five years younger. Wishes she she is per- particular she has, about she has what, what specifics she wants. that she wants now. Yeah. Cause also, also, I mean, I forgot that that uh, he uh, modified Earth Dragon's Dragon Balls to uh, three wishes, like the Namekian Dragon Balls. Yep. Um, which really feels like she could be doing Frieza a favor and letting Frieza be five centimeters taller. Like she gets five years off, Frieza gets five centimeters taller, uh, and then they use the wish for something I don't know, holy good for the for the world. 
Who knows? No, Bum was a bitch. <laughs> but uh, but apparently she like has to like like specifically perk up individual things everywhere. Yeah, like like make 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 my ass a little bit more pert. Uh, you know, erase the wrinkles on my face, lift my boobs a little bit. Um, those those might be her three stock wishes. I mean, in all fairness, uh, her oldest and dearest friend popped up in her bedroom while she was naked and complained about her sagging tits to her face. While his best friend was standing right there next to her. Next to her. Who did this? In Super, Goku instant transmissions into Bulma's bedroom while uh, Bulma has just hopped out of the shower and she's in the bathroom with Vegeta and she thinks that Goku is trying to get a peep at her and Goku's like, why would I care about those sagging things? Huh. Damn, Goku. (laughs) Right? Like, she already has to deal with the fact that she's Uh, married to a being that literally will outlive her. um, that That ages so slowly as to not even matter. Oh, they actually say Saiyans are long lived. Saiyans are long lived, and they stay basically. They once they hit their peak fighting. Yeah, I knew that. Knew about that. That they stop aging. I didn't know that actually extended their lifespan. Yeah, they they live longer than humans do. Okay. So like Bulma was already um, somewhat vain and prideful in her appearance, like yeah, knowing mean, I, that I, she's I, getting she's I, aging. I knew that. I knew that both Goku and Vegeta were were you know their wives were aging faster than them because their their wives have never died. Um, <laughs> So Goku is always being brought back the age he was when he died. So he he's he's got about a he's probably he's probably got a, at this point about a five six seven year head start on 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 uh, Chi Chi. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like like that that's emotional damage that Goku came in and did one night. Yeah, um, but that's bad people being bad to other bad people. So <laughs> my sympathies are dry. Uh, see uh. But he he does he does use uh, one of the wishes to uh, release his own hidden potential, which even to Shinron uh, states that it, it's not that much of a boost. Um, it, it's the specific wording is all you had plus a little bit more. Yeah. Um, though he did though but at this point he's been summoned so many times he knows Piccolo by name. And and Bulma. I mean, he was practically like. What is up, dog? And then they like fucking fist bumped. Oh, I would have loved that. <laughs> Call me. How's it been, brother? <laughs> um, that's another. That's another thing I kind of miss from DBZ Abridged. The uh, the people that knew the other Namekians in Piccolo calling them by those names. Yes. Um, let's see, uh, where was it? Oh yeah. Uh. Also, they, they, they hang a lampshade on the fact that, you know, they could have just used the Dragon Balls to wish Goku and Vegeta back here. Uh, or they could have used the Dragon Balls to just wish the Red Ribbon Army defeated. Yeah. Well, the, but the they she says that Piccolo's pride wouldn't have allowed him to do that. Yeah. Um, which, honestly, I mean, I, I, I don't blame him for that. I would have been, I would have been upset if, 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 uh, Piccolo had thought to try that. Um, 
But yeah, he's so he does that. Then he. I mean, he did th- he like Dende is the one that suggested it. Like it's why he was on the tower. Oh, yeah, I thought Bulma suggested. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like so, he he went down there making that wish, knowing that it was an option. Yeah, and choosing not to. Um, which another thing just kind of kept me from. Uh, it, it it hurt some of some of my you know investment in the movie. Uh, all that we kind of had to keep meticulously steering away from all the obvious solutions to the problem. Um, but like I said, if if they did this, the movie would be thirty minutes. Um. So moving on, he then goes back to the Red, Red Ribbon base. Yeah, he goes back to the Red Ribbon base yeah. and tells the guy he had diarrhea. Yeah, and they come up at this point to target uh, Videl Gohan. Well, yes. Yeah, they target um, they target Gohan through Videl. Yeah, because uh, they know Videl is Mister Satan's daughter. Um, and they like okay, so how do we get how do we get to Gohan? Probably target his daughter. Uh. And Gohan's like, hey, this scene, this is a good motivation to get Gohan off of his ass and involved in the world. Piccolo. Piccolo's like, yeah, if they, if they go after Videl, like, uh, that'll do it. If they go after Pan. Yeah. Like, v- Videl is barely in this movie. Yes. Uh, I think we, 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 we've been running around, we've been mixing up Videl and Pan a little bit. Just Ted, probably. But, uh, but yeah, um, so Piccolo uh, nominates himself to go because he's like, oh, I live, I live near there. Uh, I've seen what she looks like. And they turn, dude. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you scoping out three year olds? And he was like, "Well, I, I would have. I'd be crazy to not uh, be interested in the the it, daughter of the world's strongest man." Yeah, they buy that. So you know, at the very least, Piccolo has not implied that the uh, poor, you know, innocent knocked out ninety four was a pedophile. <laughs> The, though he though he does have a stigma of ha- apparently having IBS, yes. Uh, you know, pick the disguised Piccolo and uh, henchman number fifteen go off to kidnap uh, Pan from daycare. Uh, a scene that gave uh, one of our uh, preschool teacher friends uh, a fit because she was like, "They have lives, Piccolo. You have to get there on time." The people can't just stand around waiting for you to get your ass over there. He wasn't that late. We actually don't know how late he technically yeah. was. I mean, she was the last person standing. I mean, Janet was still was still sitting out front waiting on cars. Yes. Um, um, if, if it had been like hours later, they would have brought her back inside. So uh, the 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 henchman there just runs up on Pan and uh, claims that like, oh, I'm here to pick you up, and and she hits him with the Peggy Hill original. Uh, I don't know you. <laughs> uh, that's my purse. Uh, and he go down. Yeah, he's out for a while. He's he's out until they get back to the base. Uh, she then goes up. Piccolo then then goes up. She recognizes him immediately, even through, through his disguise. Yeah, through the disguise and all, because she she sensed Piccolo's energy and recognizes him through that. Uh, particularly, uh, Gohan doesn't recognize Piccolo's energy through his disguise. Yep, something that is brought up later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so Piccolo tells uh, Pan his plan, and she is all about it. She wants to see her daddy get strong. Yeah, because uh, she's, she's cause also she, never seen her dad in a fight. She don't want to be raised by no bitch. Uh, her words. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pan, Pan is about that action. Uh, so 
he, he tells her, like, okay, we're going to put on some handcuffs, and you're going to pretend to be upset. Uh, but he, he says they're trick cuffs. I think they're real cuffs, but real human cuffs wouldn't hold a saying anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't even think he implied there were trick cuffs. I just, impl- I think he was just implying that that she was always gonna break them no matter yeah, what. He, he, well, he does, he does tell her you can snap out of them at any time. Yeah, I think that was just because they're regular. I think they were regular cuffs, and she is just yeah. strong enough to do that. She has long since surpassed Farmer with a shotgun. Yes. Uh, May he rest in peace. <laughs> uh, see, so they they return to base. Uh, you know, Piccolo swears to never tell anyone that Hitch, how Henchman Fifteen got knocked out. <laughs> yes, uh, and uh, Pan is uh, Pan is taken to a room, and then uh, Piccolo and Henchman Fifteen go to uh, Videl and Gohan's house to tell him, "Hey, we have kidnapped your daughter." And Gohan does not react favorably to this information. No, no. Um, really, Piccolo almost almost got a man killed. Um, but he's a red ribbon army guy, so I don't care. Um, I, I will say it was actually kind of delightful that like when the guy pulls up the gun to go uh, pulls pulls the gun on Gohan, Gohan literally just kind of flicks it out of his hand, and it's just like get out of here. <laughs> I ain't got time for your bullshit. Yeah, I'm looking at seance. <sighs> yes. That was a th- that is a thing that he said. Um, uh, upon learning that Videl that Pan has been taken, they, he he accompanies them back to the Red Ribbon base, um, and immediately uh, lands, powers up, and is about to storm the base. Yeah, like uh, he he was not waiting. Uh, so Gohan is immediately confronted by uh, Gamma One. Yes, he fights Gamma One. Yeah, uh, and is n- not doing as well as Piccolo would like. Um, so Piccolo uh, goes uh, to where Pan is being held and is like, "All right, pretend, pretend you're being hurt." Um, this is the this is the scene in the trailer where he is holding her up by the scruff of her of her shirt while also uh, holding her by her feet so he doesn't tear her shirt. Yes. Because uh, Mama Piccolo is the best. Um, Gohan sees this, uh, uh, buys it, and uh, powers up even more. He actually goes Super Saiyan um, and loses loses his uh, glasses because um, he can see as a Super Saiyan, but not as in not in his base form. Um, I thought that was even Mystic. I thought he uh, when he just saw her, he went Super Saiyan, and uh, I think you're right. He he, goes, then, he goes Mystic when he sees. When he when she calls out for him, yes. Um, then he starts really beating uh, Gamma One's ass, kind of. Um, he's he's definitely winning. He, yeah, he he is he is definitely in the driver's seat. Um, yeah, he's got the upper hand. Uh, Doctor Hedo's uh, is about to send uh, Gamma Two in to uh, fight uh, Gohan to for them to double team him. Um, Gohan historically does very poorly in two and ones. Um, he does. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So Piccolo, you know, comes in for the save because it wouldn't be a movie if Piccolo wasn't saving Gohan. <laughs> uh, see, so that Piccolo and Gamma Two can settle their fight from earlier in the movie. Yes. Uh, but during this entire time, like 
because even with everything happening, uh, Gohan doesn't have a killer instinct. He is trying to interrogate them because he doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah. So he's trying to ask questions like of the Gammas, like about like what's going on, what's motivating them, why are they doing this, and trying but to explain the, the situation. Yeah, the Gammas are responding with what they have been told, uh, with the kind of made up uh, continuity that the Red Ribbon Army has given them. That uh, Bulma is uh, leading a conglomerate of alien henchmen to take over the Earth. Uh, Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 actually believe they're superheroes. Yes. And uh, but, go, but they also can definitely tell that, that Gohan and Piccolo aren't villainous. Like, the way they're going about this, despite, even, despite Piccolo going full spy mode on them, that they're not particularly villainous. Yeah. Um... Because, like, you know, he infiltrated the missions. If Piccolo wanted, he could have lasered uh, Hedo and Magenta much earlier in the movie, and no one re- would have been able to stop him. Yeah. Um, getting out of the base would have been a bitch and a half, but he definitely could have could have achieved it. Um, but And also, you know, they the Red Ribbons are the ones who kidnapped a small girl to threaten her father. Um, you Which know, is, it's hard to make yourself look good in that yeah. situation. Like, Piccolo does bring that up. And they they don't really have a uh, comeback for it. Um. See, this is most just a they fight scene. Yeah, they just they fight for a while. Yeah. Piccolo gets knocked down into a into an area, and uh, finally uh, unlocks his hidden potential, uh, where he uh, goes orange. Uh, earlier in the earlier in the podcast, uh, uh, Jared mentioned how for the most part the super. Uh, transformations have been everyone getting smaller or more sl- or slender. Yes. Uh, not for Piccolo. No. Piccolo swells up. Yeah. Uh, like he he swells up when I when we when I saw him. Uh, I I didn't even notice the orange tint at first. Uh, I was like, like why why was his why is his hidden potential getting a jawline? Because <laughs> uh, his new form, Orange Piccolo, is just a bigger buffer Namekian. Yeah, um, it's a little bit more in line with what you learned about, like one of the universes in Super, where all of the Namekians uh, ate each other until there was only a couple of left left over who had absorbed all of the other warrior Namekians and were like damn near unstoppable. Oh, neat. Yeah, uh, he was much more in line with like their kind of build. Okay. Um, let's see, they so. That starts to change things. Yeah, that 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 Piccolo starts to much more much more convincingly uh, beat up uh, Gamma Two. Um, uh, but Gohan is losing steam fast. Like uh, while he was definitely winning as Mystic, he's quickly losing that energy, and I believe he powers down to even like base form. I uh, but the next time it cuts back to him and Gamma One, they're basically just playground fighting each other. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, he's no longer Mystic. Like, uh, at one point, like, like, uh, in a moment from this point, like, he actually powers back up again to go Super Saiyan. Yeah, I didn't think then he's just Super Saiyan one. Uh, see, after that, the Hedo and Magenta uh, run off because uh, Magenta has decided to unleash Cell Max. Yeah, that's the Cell duplicate that Hedo built. Yes, but yeah. it, but he doesn't. He does, Hedo does particularly tell, tell him it, he is not finished. Uh, for one, they, they have no way of controlling him. 
They have no way of controlling him. And also, I think one of the other things was is that uh, because uh, Hedo didn't like this design, didn't like anything about the build, didn't like sell, didn't care for that project, you can kind of see where he takes shortcuts in it. Yeah. Um, because this is not a fully organic being, uh, as you kind of quickly learn. Like, A, he did develop weaknesses into it, and B, as you as you see in the fight, like... Um, he has inorganic material in him. Yeah. And I, I also think that was part of the reason why he was trying to delay he, it as long he, as possible. He, he all, it also, unlike the original Cell, doesn't seem to be made of the cells of other warriors. Yes. Um, Which was it, what made Cell Cell. Yeah, it, he do, it, doesn't, it doesn't regenerate, um, and even its, its self-destruct function that we see later in the movie, uh, Cell's self-destruct destruct function would have blown up the planet. That's um, why Goku took it to King Kai's. Yeah, where it blew up King Kai's planet. Um, the this one it it blew up and it only took out the Red Ribbon base. So while they're doing that, Bulma flies in with the rest of the world's strongest. Uh, that she was a, that answered her call. Yeah. Uh, so Goten, uh, Trunks, and Krillin, and eighteen. Yeah, Goten. Yeah. Um, Undoubtedly, Tien and Yamcha don't have phones. No, um, but this is but it's largely largely meaningless because as soon as Pan sees uh, that the bad guys are getting away, she's like, "Oh no, no!" Breaks out of her cuffs and decimates the rest of the Red Ribbon Army. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, you know, a, a feat a feat unmatched even by her grandfather at that age. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, she takes out Carmine, um, like, uh... Whose pompadour just flops over like a limp dick. Which I'm pretty sure is the, is the visual signifier that he's dead. <laughs> he never moves again. That's true. Um, and he's definitely dead by the end of the movie. That base blew up. Yeah, um, Hedo kills... I mean, everyone that panned down, we never see move again. Uh, well, that's not true. The, the guy that, that came to her school. Eventually, the artist just stopped drawing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy that came to her school just got back up. Uh, Hedo does kill Magenta. Uh, they, they start to have, like, the, the saddest, uh, tiny boy fight. I kept waiting on Magenta, on Magenta to get in, like, a big robot suit like, like Commander Red was gonna do. Yeah. But it turned out he was the robot suit. Yeah, he was. Uh, the robot suit was inside him all along. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was a. He was a Senator Armstrong instead of a, instead of a man in a robot suit. Um, he then pulls out. He pulls out a, a gat and you know, shoots a. Hedo a bunch yeah, of times. Shoots, shoots Hedo a bunch of times. Hedo plays possum because uh, Hedo had brought up earlier in the movie that he he modified his skin <laughs> to make it bulletproof. Yeah, and that little the little bee that was a uh, uh, his little camera is uh, super poison. Yeah, so he stings Magenta with it, uh, but before Magenta can die, he manages to activate Cell Max. Yeah, um, Cell Max bursts out while the while the uh, good guys up top are pretty much you know patting themselves on the back uh, for a job well done. Um, you know, no, no none of them really knew what was going on, but you know there was a fight and we won it. Yeah, um, the Gamma C Cell Max has popped up, and uh, they're like, hey, he has a weak point. Uh, the very top of his head, if you can destroy that, 
uh, it'll cause a chain reaction to blow them up. Yeah. Um, so by this point, like I said, go. This is when Gohan is definitely out of juice. Um, uh, and so Piccolo Pic- goes to throw him a sensu bean of the two that he has. But, you know, remember, Gohan is nearsighted in best base form, so he fucking flubs the catch. 1,000%. And it falls into one of those one of those cracks in the earth that goes on to infinity. Yeah. It fell directly into the core of the earth and was gone forever. It, it, fell, right, it fell right into the HFIL. <laughs> like, in a... In a you know, in a world like populated by like people who can have like, like Piccolo has telekinetic abilities. Yeah, and he couldn't try to sense out that one sensu bean to float it back up. Guess not. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think does does I'm trying to think is Gohan is there ever ever evidence telekinesis? I don't think he has. No, not not specifically like telekinesis. Yeah, I know I know I know both Piccolo and Cell have. Uh, so have the Kai's. Yeah. Um, Back in the Z Sword days. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I, oh the Z Sword! What a fucking you know tease. Uh, moving on. Uh, let's see. Uh, so they yeah, battle. They, they, yeah, they, there's a big old big old fight. Big old fight. Uh, Gamma Two sacrifices himself uh, to try to break the head um, and. Cell oh, Max. also, Go- Goten and Trunks attempt to fuse, but fuck it up. Yep. Uh, so we get fat Goten, Gotenks. Uh, who is still looking like the size of his normal self. It's either that he's so round it's hard to see that he actually gained height, or... I think they made him a little bit taller, but it's like even, even Goten and Trunks' current height are still shorter than most of the uh, full-size adults in the scene. That's true. Like, that is true. Like, immediately pick... Piccolo is the probably the tallest person in the movie, um, but like they're both only like shoulder height to Gohan. Yeah, um, but Gohan's taller than Goku, I think. Yeah, but like there was never a point where Gohan, where Goku was standing next to Goten. Yeah, that's or, true. or Trunks. Um, I remember. I remember they were they were short. They were shorter than both Gohan and Android eighteen. Uh, Krillin stays back to uh, to protect the lady folks. Yeah, uh, for all the good that it does. Uh, I mean, he he does help ensure their survival. Uh, uh, when everything starts to explode, he just yells, "Pan, you have to fly!" And then Pan flies. He also carries Bulma, who can't fly. Yeah, but to be fair, Bulma has do, all do the you, robotics company shit in the world and doesn't uh, strap herself with like a jetpack. Yeah, do you want to explain to the Prince of All Saiyans why his wife is dead when he got, when he gets back? Uh, well, it wouldn't even be that big of an issue if she hadn't just used the uh, the Dragon Balls to make her ass more firm. Yeah, but, you know, that's also like, you know, she's only going to be dead for like, what, a year? Yeah. He wouldn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> if they're lucky, they don't, they, <laughs> if they're lucky, they stay on Beerus' planet, uh, planet for a year. Because it, it does say they've been gone for months at, yeah. that, at that point. Which is how they normally do. They actually normally just leave for months on uh, at a time. Yeah. If anything, he'd get back and he probably wouldn't wouldn't even notice until he realized it's been really quiet. <laughs> um, let's see, uh, so or, or, so the battle the battle's going on. It's getting worse and worse. Um, so Piccolo decides that he has the best idea of all of them, 
and uh, he tells uh, he he throws Gohan his sensu bean uh, that he'd kept for himself. Yeah, and tells him to start powering up to charge up an attack that can blow the that can that can end this whole thing. And uh, he's gonna do a charge to like keep to wear out Cell Max as much as he can. It's the Raditz Gambit. It's the Raditz Gambit. That's a hundred percent what they're doing. Um, but uh, Krillin actually reminds um, Piccolo that he can grow big to grow the size of Cell Max. Something that he first did in Dragon Ball and occasionally does in movies. Yes, but this is the first time, like canonically, that it's happened. Um, and uh, so he does. Uh, he do get big. Yep. Uh, but uh, admit, but admits that it's a bluff. Yeah, it makes him bigger, but it doesn't make him stronger. Yes. Um, like immediately, like the the re- the only reason he did it in the first place was because he was trying to stop uh, Cell Max from stomping uh, Gamma One. Yes, uh, but to be fair, it also puts him in a better position to actually kind of grapple with him. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't say it was, I didn't say it was pointless. It was de- it, there was different reason yeah. for it. Um. So. Uh, Gohan keeps uh, trying to power up an attack, but we don't want to see what it is because he's really just raising his fighting spirit. Uh, he's not actually he, focusing he, any he, type of. He does. Key. He does mention that that his the energy he needs isn't there yet. At one point, when, where Krillin tells him, "All right, go go on fire it," he's like, "It's, it's not there yet." Yeah. So, Adela, he is off. He is over there powering up, or at least attempting to. Yeah. Um. The uh, the other characters uh, you know run into attack as well. Um, turning this Raditz Gambit into a Cell Gambit. Um, As it should have been all along. Well, yeah. With Vegeta being Krillin. Kinda? Vegeta being the person who didn't join in on the Gambit and then comes out in the last second to, like, do at least some type of little bullshit to, uh, to help out. That's... Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I was more, I was more speaking to the fact that, uh, you know, uh, to motivate Gohan, he need, he needs to see everyone who came with him, uh, battered, bruised, and on the border of death. Yes, uh, if you can give him that, you can you can get your big finale fight out of Gohan, which is what they do. Uh, as Piccolo like has his arm blown off, and uh, Piccolo isn't out till you can no longer see the pupils of his eyes. Yep. He then gets to the point where you can no longer see the pupils of his eyes. Uh, which uh, at that point, Gohan gets the red line. Yeah. No bird. But he gets the red line. Well, there was also no uh, no bullet sound. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's like a bullet sound, a red a uh, uh, red line in the background, and you know, then Gohan does that thing where his pupils disappear. Um, and in this one, his eyes turn red, uh, or rather, his pupils turn red, and uh, he gets uh, white hair. Yeah, I will admit that. Um uh, Gohan was my favorite character as a kid watching Dragon Ball Z, and uh, when I saw the red line, I got a little verklempt. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, and then when he when he got the red eyes, because I'd already like went into the movie, like especially with like Piccolo constantly saying that Gohan had the potential to be the world's strongest fighter. I knew at that moment that they were going to do something akin. To the father son uh, Kamehameha, yeah. but with Piccolo, which I was calling the Mama Son um, uh, Special Beam Cannon, which actually ended up exactly being what it what it was. Oh, well, um, kind of. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, for how this movie was set up, yes. Like you know, the, the father son Kamehameha is like you know Gohan and and Goku like standing next to each other, both in the 
in the in the in the in the stance for the for the Kamehameha wave. Yeah. Uh, this was more closer to just the Raditz fight. Um. But you know, hey, I, like it's like I've I've mentioned several times to to my friends after seeing the movie, I was just happy to see Gohan win a fight with his daddy's technique. But uh, but here's the other thing. Uh, the other thing that like that got me uh, beside the red line was uh, when Gohan got the red in his eyes because Orange Piccolo also has those those red eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so his new his new form. Now closer matches something like, like Piccolo. Yeah, it also helps that he's that he was wearing his uh, his Namekian garb. Yeah, um, as opposed to his as opposed to the uh, Turtle Hermit esque garb that he wore that he wore in Z when he was older. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this one he the special beam cannon Cell Max in the in the black orb on top of his head, um, destroying it and setting off. Cell Max's self-destruct function. Yep. Um, also, very uh, pointedly, they never actually name whatever the hell Gohan's new transformation is. They don't. Um, I don't know if this will be exclusive to the movie or if it will come up in the anime. Um, we well, don't know. Yeah. Now the next season hasn't started yet. Um, but uh, to be fair, though, like when we got like Orange Piccolo, Piccolo explicitly says he does not care about transformation names. And uh, just kind of shrugs and was like, "I guess you can call me Orange Piccolo." Yeah. Um, I mean, which I, honestly felt like he was taking a little bit of the piss out of Frieza. I thought he was trying to take the piss out of Super Saiyan. Well, but the thing is, like, uh, we don't call it like Super Goku or like. I, well, there is Super Vegeta. Yeah. But uh, uh, but Frieza's transformations are Golden Frieza and Black Frieza. Orange Piccolo. Well, that's, that's also because we don't know the name of Frieza's race. No, Frieza gave them those names. Uh, another thing, Frieza specifically names those forms. Yeah, when, he's, but he's also the only person of his race that does that. Super Saiyan was its own legend. That yeah, every Saiyan was state was had the potential to attain in theory. Yes, but um, Frieza literally is like, I've got a new form, and I call it Golden Frieza. Yeah, so. But like you know, Golden Freeze was also the his. That was a transformation completely unique to him. It what his his daddy didn't do it. Cooler didn't do it. But um, uh, so uh, the movie pretty much ends there. Like there's like a big little like wahoo celebration for yeah. it, um, and that's kind of where it ends. Uh, Post credits, we get to see the end of the Goku Vegeta fight. Yeah, they've been fighting the whole damn movie. Uh, they are both exhausted. Uh, Vegeta lands the final blow on uh, Goku and is the last Saiyan stand standing for all of a second. Yeah. Hey, but he, he made. But he made. He made. He he made it to where he he declared his victory. Goku acknowledged it. Yes. And then he everyone him else acknowledged it as yeah. well that this was Vegeta's win, undisputably. Yeah. So he he can undoubtedly. S- Say he defeated Kakarot if you ignore all of the other times he definitively defeated Kakarot. Yes. Guys, uh, like we discussed after watching this movie, uh, uh, he's always beaten everybody. Yeah. Uh, he's always beaten Goku at every time they fought. Yeah. When they when they when they first fought, he he beat Goku. Like Gohan, Goku's friends had to come in and save him. 
And then when they fought in the uh, in the Boo Saga, it, Vegeta like, won. Vegeta won. And the funny thing about that is, is like Vegeta always declared that he didn't really win because, because Goku, Goku had, had access fo- to Super Saiyan three. But Super Saiyan three has a lot of drawbacks, which Goku points out to him. And but they still spent most of that fight in Super Saiyan two. Which, once again, Super Saiyan 3 is just a multiplier. If they're both fighting at the same power level uh, and Vegeta wins, Vegeta's still the better fighter. Goku just had a gun. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, if, he, if, if Goku had used Super Saiyan 3, all, all Vegeta has to do is just play possum until Goku runs out of energy. A thing that we know that Vegeta will think to do because he do, that's how they defeat Frieza in Resurrection of F. Yeah. I was just gonna say Vegeta's not an idiot, but but specifically um, uh, uh, in Resurrection of F, uh, Frieza had just attained golden form and then came to fight them, and so he didn't know how to control the energy output for it, and so like while he has a very good showing in Super Saiyan Blue Goku, when uh, it's Vegeta's turn, uh, Vegeta's like this isn't anymore. You're not even worth my time anymore, Frieza. And when Frieza starts freaking out on him, he's like, "You clearly just got this form." Uh, you're almost weak. You're almost as weak now as you would be in your base form. This form is doing nothing for you. You've exhausted all of your energy. Like I was like I was. I've been watching this entire fight. Like yeah, you, you peaked. You peaked and you burned yourself out. You have no chance here. Sashay away. <laughs> eh, that's a, that's a that's a classic Vegeta burn. Oh, and then Vegeta and then Frieza blows up the planet. But <laughs> I mean, that is that is his go-to move. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, hey, they they even if he do, even if he goes to do that, they probably got time. Oh no, he instantly incinerated the planet. Uh, but it had been established that Weiss can um, oh so send it, people back in time like five like five men or something like that. Okay, so th- so this death ball is better than his one that he did on Namek. Yeah, he instantly blew up Earth and he killed everybody except for the people that were standing right next to Weiss. Uh, so Goku had been over there next to Weiss. So when they uh, when they go back in time and like. Uh, Freezer's like, damn it, damn it, damn it, and then like thinks to blow up the planet. Uh, Goku comes over and just fucking knees him in the head, and then Vegeta just gets mad at him. <laughs> he's like, hey, I was over here, we were having a talk. And then Goku's like, you know what, you understand. <laughs> he's about to cheat. <laughs> I can't prove it to you because time's fucking now. Okay. Oh, <laughs> And then they just very particularly don't decide to kill him. No, then Goku gets shot. By? A gun. Just a regular, like somebody, somebody pulled to quote, out a piece? To quote Frieza, uh, you might be the strongest uh, uh, warrior in the world, but you were just taken out by a simple ray gun. That, like, one of the Frieza Force? Yeah, one of the Frieza Force had a little piece, and he just uh, shoots. Those things do visible damage now? It it would have killed Goku. It almost killed Goku, yeah. Toriyama would just be writing shit. <laughs> um, I guess Frieza Force lasers are different now or some shit. I don't know. Were they were they hurting everyone else when they fought the Frieza Force? Uh, would you believe that they weren't using them? No! Uh, you'll, you need to believe that they weren't using them. That... This was like his number two guy in the movie. He should get. He should give everyone those guns. Probably. Uh, oh. 
Yeah, he comes real out of nowhere when he just pulls out a paze and shoots Goku. God damn it. So the movie's over. Yeah, so that, that that's, uh... That's, that's, uh... Um, that's Dragon Ball Super Super Superheroes. Um... That was our review for it. Uh... Uh... Watch it one time to get it out of your system. Um, any final words for you, Jared? Uh, I still have fun with it. Um, like I said, uh, it's you can't. Uh, I don't know how Pat got this far into it without realizing that Dragon Ball's always been really stupid. <laughs> Just top notchity stupid. <laughs> yeah, like Z Z is an outlier. Um. Like, cause Z is, Z is definitely more serious than Dragon Ball. Yes. Um, well, like, hey, Z, Z is, Z is what got me in anime. Um, so, that is, de- that's more where my tastes lie. Um, like, I, I don't like Super, I'm not someone who could like Super. Um, so, don't, so don't hold too much stock in my you know, disinterest. Well, I mean, that also, for anybody who, who's of that, who leans that direction. Yeah. Who's, who's. Yeah, but most, most of, but most of our friend group is definitely in line with Super. Like, I'm, I'm, of the eight of us that went, I am the most down on this movie. Yeah. Um, like, so I, I clearly recognize that I'm in the minority there. Um, see, uh, so that being said, that was our review of, uh, Dragon Ball Super Super, yeah. Um, I was I was your host Patrick, co-host Jared. Say bye, Jared. Um, I am the Japanese name for scalloped potatoes. I expected you to pick a cheese. I went I went mac and cheese first time. Yeah, I expect. You I don't want to be a Ginyu Force member. I expect you to like you know go something else that involves cheese, like potatoes au gratin or something. I thought about potatoes au gratin. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the Japanese would, name would be for a French dish. Um, it probably just would be Al Gratin. Maybe. Maybe. Um, let's see, uh, but... I'm Hot Pot. <laughs> <laughs> or no, uh, Fondue. That would be a DBZ name. I, I, I think Fondue's been done. Oh, it has? I think it has been. Oh. But I don't think anybody's been Hot Pot. Probably not. <laughs> so I'm hot pot, baby. Uh, you probably found us on uh, SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, any places where podcasts are sold. Uh, give us a like, give us a comment, give us a follow. Uh, let us know what you thought about this movie. Um, you know, are you in line with uh, Patrick or literally the rest of the world? Um. Uh, anyway, uh, 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 give it. You know, do do not do not downvote us. We don't need we don't need that hindrance. Please inflict us on someone that you love or hate, um, and we will catch you next time. Peace.